Hello and welcome to another episode of The Future Of, where I'm joined by visionaries and thought leaders from diverse industries as we dissect their sectors into layers, understand its evolution and crystal ball gaze on where it is headed and what the future holds. Today, we're joined by Gabby Peralta, Product Operations Manager with Terium and part of the latest list of ones to watch in PLG by Product Marketing Alliance. Welcome to the show, Gabby. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Thank you. The pleasure is all mine. You've had great product experience and I'm really thrilled to have you on the show to discuss the future of product-led growth. Before we jump into discussing the future of product-led growth, I'd love to lay the context of your background. So you started out in customer-facing roles and found your way to product ops. Talk to me about how you got from facing roles into product and how has this unfolded for you over the last few years? Yeah, so I always joke when I started my career, I was a lifeguard growing up, and then I was a technical recruiter for a couple of years, became an account manager, and then eventually transferred over to a startup called Skyslope, where I joined as a customer success manager. So I had pretty much always been customer facing, but when I joined Skyslope, being in their startup phase, I was working very closely with the product team. So I was wearing my CS hat as well as the product hat sometimes. And it was through that relationship that I really learned about product because prior to that, I just didn't really know that it existed. And it was actually right when the pandemic hit that I ended up making the transfer to the product team as a product operations manager. So I think like the reason why I ended up liking it was because I, I had the, I have the love for the customer and I understand how our customers take, especially at Skyslope, but just had that love for the customer, but also wanted to build great products for them because I was on the front lines hearing how our product didn't work or what they really liked and wanted to see more of. So I really got the best of both worlds joining the product operations team. And since then, I haven't looked back. I've had now three different product operations roles, each with a varying degree of um, customer interaction, but customers always hold a spot in my heart. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm sure the knowledge of working with the customer firsthand has obviously helped you in your current roles as well. And especially from your vantage point, how have you seen this function of product, which includes product development, product operations, product marketing, and now product growth, growth as well, evolve over the past few years? Yeah, I, th there's so much to talk about there. I think I can definitely talk about how product operations has evolved and how that's shaped product. I feel since I joined the product world, I've definitely seen more and more niche roles. So when I first joined, I feel like product growth was just starting to become a thing. When we hired our first product growth manager, and that was the first time I'd ever worked with someone like that. And then I was also the first product operations hire. So I just kept seeing all of these first roles pop up. And every time they did, it was like you met with the person and they walked you through what they were trying to do. And it was just what it seemed like is the product world was getting a little bit more specialized. And when I think about it, especially from a product operations perspective, my job in a sense is to make the product managers lives easier. I think when you have a product growth person or product marketing, you just start to take more and more off the product manager's plate, like what it might've traditionally been. And so I even think like where we're going in the future is just continuing to become more specialized. And now there's a new school of thought, if I can call it that, product-led growth. How has product ops and product-led growth been dovetailing with each other? And how has that relationship come about? 
Yeah, PLG, product-led growth, is another buzzword I feel like we've been seeing. I think the first time I saw it was maybe a year ago. It's really new. And I think like to the question that you just asked too, like when we started getting product growth people and then product marketing, product operations, I think all of that has led to product-led growth. So you have all of these teams that are enabling the product. And with product-led growth, it even takes it a step further, where now the sales team is involved in the product. And they're, we're becoming product-led sales versus the sales team leading it. Same with customer success. The customer is now onboarding through the product and the CS team is just there to jump in as needed. But it seems like all pieces of the business have turned into the product. And we can talk through too, like we've seen really great results of the companies that have become product-led. They've reported like, increased sales, better processes, more efficiency. And I think that's where it dovetails with product operations. Product operations people, I think, are one of the core words I'd use to describe us is efficient. We're often very focused on specifically the product team's efficiency. And so that can look like a lot of different things. I mean, depending on who you ask, what product operations owns, the answer will be different. But just to throw a couple of things one of the ways that product operations focuses on product efficiencies is looking at the processes that the product team uses. I even think like customer feedback loops is something that product operations can help with. And so that kind of ties into customer success and the product team. So there's that. The tooling is another thing. So making sure the product teams are all up to date on how to use the tools, getting rid of the tools that they don't need. So you're kind of just removing all of this red tape. And I think even in a sense, that's what product-led growth is doing is it's kind of just taking away all this extra stuff and making sure everyone's focused on the product and using that to drive the next stage of growth. And like you mentioned that product ops is obviously trying to be the most efficient cog of the entire wheel so that you know, you're supporting the product function and product managers work as well, making it easier for them. And given how many product silos and marketing and sales and support exist as well, especially in startups these days, who is responsible for adopting and driving PLG as a strategy or responsible to drive the culture of growth? Oh, that's a tough one. I think it kind of depends where you are. I think product-led growth definitely needs to start at a leadership level, though. You might have an individual contributor who's saying, hey, I think we should try this, but it'd be hard for the just one person to help shape a company become, or to help make a company become product-led. I think it really has to be a top-down vision that companies work towards. But that being said, everyone's involved in making sure that evolution happens. And one thing I was reading the other day is, and the mistakes that I've seen with companies, and we say, okay, we're becoming product-led. A lot of people don't even know what that means, or they don't have a plan to actually execute on that. And so I think like some of the mistakes that started with Maker, even some of the more established companies is, you need to break things out so the product team understands what this means. The sales team also understands what this means, customer success, so on and so forth. Because I think when you just throw the word product-led growth out, if I'm a salesperson, I'm like, okay, so now this product's just doing all of my sales. What does that mean for me? And so I think teams need to be really smart about how they're crafting the message of product-led growth to their internal teams. Yeah, that, that's really insightful because... It could come in from the leadership, but it is going to be executed by the rest of the teams. And there needs to be buy-in from all of those teams as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think rolling it out too fast, yeah, you might steamroll over some of those teams. And that doesn't bode well for success at the end. So what would you think are some of the challenges that are currently stopping the leadership from adopting PLG? 
adopting PLG, like it isn't just a checkbox kind of like we talked about. It is a, could be potentially five, 10 year plan for some companies to become truly product led. And so when I think of why teams might not be adopting it or the hesitancy there is, are we ready? Uh, because it's a commitment. You can't go half in on product-led growth. Like we've just said, it involves all teams inside of the company. And that takes a lot of time, a lot of conversations. I think companies, we all love to just have that turn the light switch on and everything's fixed. But product-led growth definitely is that. It's a much more slow-going process and the results will take some time to come. But once they come, as we've seen, I mean, they can be really incredible. And so I do think this year, some of the bigger companies are already product-led. We're going to slowly start seeing more and more of us become product-led. But I think it'll be quite some time until most of us are have that definition at our company and we're looking at growth that way. And adopting PLG means that a lot of companies end up focusing on a bunch of different kinds of metrics and sure it it is defined by a lot of economic circumstances and what industry they are in. But in this day and age of data overload, and how do you cut through the clutter and focus on the right metrics? And what would you say as the most critical metrics that you focus on in product ops, which then sets up the rest of the product function as well for doing what they are supposed to? Yeah. The metrics conversation in product operations is another like ongoing one because it can be really hard to define success as product operations. But I think like the things that we talked about, like tools, as a team using the tools efficiently, do they understand? Is there a quick and easy onboarding process? I think cross-functional communication, like when you're becoming product-led, you got to work with the sales, customer success support, you have to work with all of these people. And at least everywhere I've worked, there's not always, there tends to be a gap in communication between the product team and the rest of the organization. And so product operations can also help with the product roadmap and making sure that's visible. Another thing I'm going to throw at you is data and analytics. I've, I go back and forth on who should own that. I think there's a reason why we have product growth teams now, but I've also seen some product operations people own that. Being able to communicate to the rest of the organization, we've made 50% progress on this OKR or whatever it might be. Or even going to the product managers and saying, hey, here's the data that I have. And this is why I think we should build feature X. So it can look like a lot of different things from a product operations perspective. I think I've touched on everything. So coming to the most important question of all, Gabby, what does the future look like for PLG as a way to scale businesses? And how do you see it evolving over the coming years? Yeah, I think we've touched a little bit on product-led growth and how it's going to, at least what it's going to look like in the coming years. In terms of how it's evolving, um, I'm not sure I have the answers, but I think in terms of product-led growth and scaling businesses, we've already touched on a few of these things here, but to go over it again, it's making the sales team more efficient. It's making the customer success team more efficient. It benefits the sales team because if you're focused on product-led growth. That means you're using the product to make the sales. So customers are able to come in, test the product. They already know that they like it. And so sales can close that deal a little bit easier. Um, so it's efficiencies, I think, even in in the amount of time that the sales and the customer success teams focus their time on selling the product or managing the product. And so that frees up their time to focus on like, how can we maybe increase the retention or how can we upsell 
using the product because we've already had that first step covered. And what role do you think product operations will play in the future to support or amplify the agenda of product-led growth? Yeah, we said, I think it definitely needs to be a top-down approach to bringing product-led growth to a company. When I think of in the future, who's going to be like managing that whole process, I would think product operations fits in great there just because we already are focused on the efficiencies and already are focused on scaling the business. We're making the kind of removing the red tape for the product managers, making things easier for them. We're making things gel with other teams in the product team. Like we talked about the roadmap, communicating what's coming out next, how well things are doing. And so we're like that glue in the business. And I think being that glue, it makes sense because we touch so many different parts of the organization to be the ones to to really help bring product-led growth to the company and make sure teams understand it. We already said this as well, but if you bring in product-led growth and I'm a salesperson, I'm like, what the heck, if this isn't explained to me in the best way, I'm not going to be on board. And so I think product operations can really set the stage for a successful for a successful rollout of product-led growth. And yeah, I think we're just going to continue to see those two things become more handed. And do you think there are any drastic adaptations that product ops needs to make once the leadership announces that, okay, we are hopping on board for the PLG trade. You said adaptions? Are there any drastic adaptations that the product ops teams need to make? Or do you think they're already, you know, a good platform to roll out PLG whenever the leadership comes on with that kind of a decision? Yeah, I think that depends. Christine Atoru, who she works at Pendo, she has talked about like her vision for product operations is being the like the coach or the confidant of the the CPO or the leadership team. I know that's not the yeah. exact word that she uses, but we're trusted advisor. We're that trusted advisor to the leadership team. But that's the ideal state of product operations. I've talked right. to many people who are in product operations and sometimes we're more like administrative assistants or chief of staffs, like that sort of thing. And so I think companies, in order to have product operations help with product-led growth or even have product-led growth become be successful, you have to trust the product operations team to take that on. And I think it's, like we, it's going to take some time for companies to work up to that. And there's a lot of companies who don't even have product operations still. And it's I don't want to say you, you can become product-led without product op- having product operations, but I think the function will definitely help make it easier because that would fall into our wheelhouse. And I always like to sign off with a question that is specifically going to help our listeners. So as a product growth thought leader and product ops thought leader, what are some of the resources, podcasts or books that you would recommend to our audience to go through? Oh, that's a great question. The Product-Led Alliance, they're a great. Christine Itwaru, who works at Pendo, she's another great one. You should follow her on LinkedIn. I even think she started sending weekly newsletters to your email. The Pendo website also, they have a course on becoming product-led, and that's when I actually took it. It's really helpful in just like helping companies understand here's how you'd break down becoming product-led. If you just Google becoming product-led, how to, tons of resources pop up. So there's definitely, I would say, Google, the Product Led Alliance, they have a podcast and you can also look on their website for articles and things like that. But then like how you found me is looking on LinkedIn and seeing people who are talking about becoming product led and reaching out to those people or just following them and their network would be a good way to to learn about it. All right. Thank you so much for taking out the time today, Gabby. This has been really insightful. I really appreciate 
all the more the great work that product ops is doing to drive the plg agendas and i think you termed it perfectly which is the glue and in terms of ensuring that it is taking place in the right manner in the organization so thank you for that and i really appreciate you taking on the time today yeah of course thanks for having me all right